<laughs> Welcome everyone to the Dad Fit Podcast. Barrett Nobel here with a YouTube superstar, Fabio. I'm going to say Bonacquisto. I think that's what you told me last time. That was perfect, man. <laughs> nice. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, dude. Finished working out and uh, it's actually gorgeous outside. I'm out here in Wisconsin and when it hits the 90s, like it's going to be like tomorrow and like the next four days, that's when we're inside. But today it was like beautiful, 60 degrees, took a walk this morning, loved it. Yeah, that's definitely my ideal weather temperature. No humidity, it's just like beautiful. <laughs> yes, yes, the humidity makes a big difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just chatting with a buddy from Arizona this morning. He said when it gets like 20% humidity there, it's just brutal because it's so obnoxiously hot in general there but yeah the humidity sucks it kills me i'm i sweat in the winter so i i just hate heat everywhere <laughs> yes hey that's why i moved up here to wisconsin man like, <laughs> i was in florida it was way too hot for me all year long <laughs> yeah so man on the dad fit podcast tell us a little bit about your background how you got into athletics what you're doing with your tubes channel yes all right so I mean, I was an obese kid all the way until uh, senior year of high school. Like, literally, the doctor told me and my brother um, that he was like, you have two toddlers on each of you. And we were like, <laughs> Damn. what do you mean? Like, like toddlers. Like, I'm talking like 50 pounds, 60 pounds, plus another 50, 60 on each. And I was like, holy shit. And um, it really got my mind ticking. I was like, okay, I should probably start losing some of this weight because he's telling us we're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you tell a kid that they're going to change it. And so like my junior year of high school, um, I really started to like look into, okay, how to lose weight. Okay. Salads, change your diet up, caloric deficit, running, walking, cardio. All right. Work out at home. Dad got me like a Bowflex for one of my birthdays. Use that a little bit, but it was, uh, my junior year summer where I started running every day, eating one egg in the morning every day. And then eating a big salad, eating some good food later on in the day. But I lost 100 pounds in a summer. And it was drastic, right? <laughs> it was absolutely drastic. And I, like, came back to school. And, you know, you go into school for, like, to pick your classes and whatnot. Yeah. And it's all the seniors. So they're all just chilling, walking in. And no one says hi to me. None of my friends knew it was me because I didn't see anyone during the summertime. And then someone came up and they're like, yo is that Fabio? I was like, yeah. And he's like, yo, you're skinny Fabio. <laughs> and so that was my nickname all throughout senior year. Um, <laughs> so my fitness journey was like a late bloomer. Um, I really loved video games at first. And then I was hooked from there though. Like once the senior year happened, I joined swim team. That swim team was awesome. And I actually had to get over a big hurdle where I had extra skin, but at the same time, like I had huge man titties. Like kids would come up and be like, scoop. And then my brother got like scoop, dunk, pass on his titties. And so I was like, thank goodness I didn't get that. Um, <laughs> Kids are brutal. <laughs> right? They're so brutal. Um, so then senior year, it was uh, on that swim team. I had to take off my shirt. At first, I was like, I'm going to wear a rash guard. No one will see it. So we had the pep rally. I run out looking all jack in a rash guard. I'm like, yeah. And then I get to the first swim meet and I take off my shirt and I was like, Everyone's going to make fun of me. No, people were coming up and they were like, man, it looks like you lost a lot of weight. Like you got your tiger stripes, like you crushed it. And I had a six pack, but I had like these like saggy skin titties. And I was like, fuck, 
And like, I still have them throughout life because I lost weight so fast. And yeah. my brother had like a little bit of a surgery for his. Um, but for me, I just kept them and I embraced it. And it really showed me that, okay, we need to embrace our bodies for what they are. And so like when I went into college, man, like that's when you see the prime kids. Like you see those people that are like, have been working out since they were four and they're like <laughs> jack shredded, lifting 50 pounds, like more than you could ever think a person could lift. Yeah. And so I get into the college world and like my friends, they were like, man, father, you lift a lot. You run a lot. You're so athletic, but like, why do you have all this like extra skin and like, you're still tubby. And I was like, shit, I lost all this weight. And so it really got my mind thinking though. I was like, I could still fix this, you know, like, why don't I eat better than I am? Cause while I was in college, you know, you eat like mac and cheese and chicken nuggets <laughs> and you're set. You think you're good. Yeah. <laughs> so I started meal prepping, getting into that. And then once it hit my senior year of college, I really started taking like fitness seriously. And I started getting into social media more. Um, and I started posting on Instagram and I was like, I'm going to the CrossFit games. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I got this. And so I started training shit four hours a day and then mobilizing for two hours throughout the day. And that's, that's when shit got intense, man. Like I took that fitness level to the max and I was going to the competitions. I was lifting more than I could ever do in the past. I was like repping 405 for like 20 reps just for the workout. Cause you know how CrossFit is. You got a lot of things you're doing. That's pretty fucking nuts. Like I got injured a lot, but like it was a lot of fun. I had a blast. <laughs> and so I was posting on social media a lot. I was posting my whole story and I was having a blast with that. But once I like got too injured inside of CrossFit, I went to the Granite Games. I went, when I went to Granite Games, I was actually injured beforehand. And this was like, man, I think 2018, maybe 2019, mm -hmm. um, you know, 2018 ish. And I had hurt my shoulder. I'd say, well, my lat, like two weeks before we actually went to the actual competition and I was front squatting. And I just heard a loud pop and I was, I was front squatting like 315 and not to like brag at all, but like back in the day that was light. <laughs> I can't even think of doing that now, um, <laughs> but I'm over here squatting. I hear this loud pop and I'm like, shit. All right. Just push through it. Like stop for today, get to the competition, man. I will never do what I did back then. But like, I was like, I pushed through the pain for the competition. I was doing muscle ups heavy squats, heavy sandbag carries. And like on day two of the competition, once it ended, I was in so much pain, man. I was like crying after every event. And then we got to day three and I'm like, this is it, man. You just got to get through it. I did not recover after that competition for like months. My body literally was like, bro, you, you, you did a competition while injured. What'd you expect? <laughs> so my relationship with fitness has always been pushing the limits. Cause like, I had to push the limit to lose the weight. And then once you learn to lift, you're like, oh, I want to lift even more. So I'm always pushing the limits. And now that's what's happening with the YouTube space. Me and my brother, we were running a company together where we were like, okay, we're going to be making content for other people, going to post online for them, do this X, Y, and Z. And the, the fun started to dwindle away once I had too many clients. Yeah. And then luckily I became a dad. And right when I became a dad, I was like, okay, maybe I'll juggle it a little bit. And we were still doing our YouTube a little, like getting it up there. And after two weeks of juggling work and being a dad, I was like, I got to cut back my client base, cut back my client base, started focusing, focusing on my fitness, focusing our YouTube page. And this year we've gone from 65 subscribers. Now we're at like 
what, 781 now we're at. And it's been a blast. And the one thing that I love that has come from having a son is that like, I'm prioritizing my fitness again. Because when I built my businesses these past two years, my fitness was not a priority. And our name on YouTube, if anyone wants to check us out, it's chubb Too fit And it was because we were posting on YouTube and we were posting follow along workouts, reaction workouts. And then like, course you get like these six-year-olds maybe eight-year-olds whatever they get on there and we got multiple comments saying oh wow never seen a chub fitness page before <laughs> and me and my brother were like oh shit oh let's go back to being fit so we're like chub to fit because that's been the journey the whole time like we both got super fit after the doctor told us yeah. and we saw that once we prioritize something else in our life we stop being as fit so we realize life's all about that balance of, okay, maybe you'll lose your fitness for a second, but you can always come back. It's what were you prioritizing and what are you not prioritizing? So that's been my journey so far. It's been a blast. And now my main priority is make sure my son sees that fitness and health is very important in your life, especially if you want to live longer. Like yesterday, we took a five-mile walk. I, I pushed the limits. I put them in a stroller. We walked, what was it, two and a half miles. And I was like, all right, maybe I should turn around. And then on mile four, he starts going, <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy, wants some titty, huh? <laughs> uh, oh, so, yeah, that's been my journey so far, man. And I'm loving every moment of it. And the other day, I actually thought, I was like, man, maybe I should do CrossFit again. And my wife and my brother had to remind me, they're like, bro, you got injured last time you did that. Do <laughs> you want to do that again? I was like, oh, shit, you're right. I'll probably push the limits too much, like. I, right before this, I squatted downstairs and I haven't squatted in like, I don't know, maybe like three weeks or something like that. Yeah. Like, I just want to squat something heavy. And I'm like, I'll just do my body weight. And now I'm finally at like 205. Well, I'm at 208, but you know, I don't got the right plates to even out the 208. So I did <laughs> 205, did yeah. some good sets of that and it felt good. And I was like, all right, still got it. Just make sure you maintain and keep on moving. Yeah, that's it, man. That's the name of the game. It's funny you said that, uh, after two weeks, you're like, I gotta, I gotta figure out this because juggling, I mean, a newborn, there's so much of a time suck. It's funny. After two weeks, you're like, I, I gotta do something because this is brutal. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it didn't click in my head until like, so me and my brother, we were, we had a lot of meetings. Like we were networking like crazy. So we're talking like eight meetings a day, not a day, a week. And it's like coffee and lunch and you're spending money and you're spending like three hours with a person. Yeah. And so then one of them, we got stood up at a meeting. Um, and so we were standing out in the parking lot and talking and he looks at me, he's like, bro, are you good, man? Like, are you enjoying this anymore? Like what's going on? You just look like you're not. And I looked at him, I'm like, I'm fucking dead tired, bro. <laughs> like yeah. this kid wakes up every two to one hours at night, doesn't sleep during the day. Like it was intense. And then like, as we kept talking about that, that's when the realization came and it was like, Hey, prioritizing the wrong thing right now family is important. We go to the family. This business can always happen as we keep on moving. It's not disappearing. It's just, Hey, once we have the time again, we'll build it back up if we need to. Yeah. It's nice to have that brother partnership to lean into a little bit and he can lean into you during his downtimes as well. It's, it's definitely a struggle. I, I mean, my daughter's what I think 15, 16 months, somewhere around there, but a hundred percent the first year I'd like there was not anything else I was 
really capable to put myself into fully. That includes fitness and my diet and all of that stuff, which has always been one of the top priorities in my life. And that's just part of becoming dad fit, I guess, is you got to, you got to make sure they don't die. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you're sacrificing your health and fitness to keep them alive. And yeah, that, that uninterrupted or that interrupted sleep of one hour every two hours, maybe. Oh my God. That thankfully it goes away, but I honestly didn't think I was going to survive that part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that was the roughest, like luckily. So like my son right now, um, Last night was the wildest. We put him to bed at like 8.30 and he slept all the way till like 3 a.m. Nice. We were like, holy shit, let's <laughs> go. And then, of course, like we went to bed. Like it didn't benefit us too much only because we went to bed so late. Like, I went to bed at 12.30. So I was like, man, he went to sleep. I get to work now. Okay, click, 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 click. Go to sleep. And I'm like, please, at least sleep for one more hour. And he slept three. I was like, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely the devil's advocate or the bad side of the sword on that one. Once they oh, go to yeah. bed, you're like, oh, I finally get some free time and just hang out with my wife or to get some work done. And then I end up staying up till way too late. And then they wake <laughs> up like, oh, this is right when I was about to sleep. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. One thing that we made the decision on, me and my wife, it was like the food was getting really hard to make, you know, like. I was like, I can't prep like awesome veggies, awesome tasting meals. I can't do that eight hours on a Sunday anymore right now. Yeah. And so at first we were like, okay, like I said earlier, chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, quick, easy things. Man, yeah. I was not losing the weight that I thought I was going to be. And so I was like, I got a little tracker. And luckily one day she was like, I'm going to handle getting the groceries. You stay with Luca. And she comes back and she had hit up Costco, dude. Like Costco has these pre-made meals that are like legit at first I was like, Oh man, these are going to be bad. But no, it was like these enchilada bakes, these stuffed bell peppers. Holy shit. Those are amazing. And so we've been eating those meals, put them in the oven, cook them on up. Now we have a meal throughout and it's kind of like someone meal prepped it for us. And that's been the compromise right now. And yesterday I tested, I was like, am I able to cook right now? And so right when I started boiling some water, boom, my son wakes up. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. And so I'm like making a bottle for him, cooking food at the same time. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our compromise, but we got a meal prep service during, I mean, we still have it a, a couple of days a week just for the convenience at this point. But yeah, it was almost, it was definitely like five or six days a week we had that. And it was, I just needed it because I, <laughs> We were just not <laughs> sleeping, not getting anything. I mean, workouts were maybe 15 and 20 minutes, and that was sporadic. There was no consistency for the first six months to a year for me. And that that's brutal, man. Like, it, just being fitness people, we know how much that helps with the mental game. And just you just feel better after you work out, too. And it's, oh, like, yeah. super compounded when you can't work out and your lack of sleep and your diet is shot. It almost – it makes me wonder how people live normally like that. Just a lot of people I know don't necessarily have kids, but they just don't take care of themselves in general. I'm like, is this, is this how you feel all the time? Because this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I actually um, – I just made a video 
uh, two nights ago, and I edited it last night, but it's a quick little short, and it's talking about dopamine. Um, and I was just talking about the fact where it was like, you can, your dopamine levels raise whenever, you know, whenever you're doing anything. And it goes as far as like you ate an ice cream bar, or you ate some watermelon, or you watched some Netflix, or you went for a walk. And I, sometimes we prioritize the wrong thing. And then what I've noticed, though, is that like, the 15 minutes of working out will satisfy me for the whole day, whereas I need to binge four hours of Netflix to just feel like shit afterwards. But <laughs> while you're doing it, you feel good. And so once yeah. you get sucked into it, it's hard to get out, especially when you have your little one next to you. And you're like, man, the easiest thing for me to do is just to sit down, look at a screen and like keep my finger in his mouth with a binky in it and be like, yup, here we go. <laughs> it is wild. I just fatherhood in general has changed my perspective on so many things, just fitness and life related for sure. I've talked about it on previous episodes where when I was younger, I used to be a personal trainer and I was just such an arrogant prick. Basically. It's like the only nice way to put it. I remember, I remember telling a client once, like, I'm going to leave this session and go home and get wasted. I do that every night and I'm still in better shape than you. It's like, I can't, I, like, I feel so bad. I wish I could find that person and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize how difficult actual life was because I'm 21 and I have no responsibilities except to just look shredded all the time. Like, I, I kind of feel horrible about that still, but <laughs> learn. at least I, I grew out of that person, thankfully, for the better of humanity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. It's all that, it's that growth, like, I've read a lot of different books. And one of the things that's common in all the books is it's like, when you are moving throughout life, if you are not learning and changing, then like, what are you truly doing? You know, like if you're just staying the same person you've always been, are you actually living? And so the fact that you're sitting here and you're like, man, I was fucked up for saying that. It means you're the exact opposite too for changing into who you are. You're not fucked up. You're like, shit, I learned from that. Like yeah. even with me, my friend, uh, my good college best friend was over with his girlfriend two days ago. And me and him would work out all the time at the gym together. We had competitions there. We were trainers at the gym as well. Um, but we'd have competitions there like the decathlon and like this gladiator challenge with dude. That's imagine awesome. doing this. You have one hour, all right? One hour, that's it, to do squat, bench, strict press, deadlift, and pull-ups. Your bench was first and your, no, your squat was first and your squat was your body weight in a quarter and you had to do 20 reps of it. Okay. You couldn't rest, you just had to go unbroken. Then you had to move right to the next workout movement, which was bench, and your bench was exactly your body weight. And every rep you had to do was judged by a person. It was just like powerlifting where it's like, up, down, up, down. And you're like, holy shit. And so then you had your bench. Then you went to deadlift, which your deadlift was your body weight in a half. And then right from there, you went up into the pull-ups. And it's, you have to get those 20 reps. But those pull-ups, they're making you lock out, hold on down, come back up. And then the strict press was the hardest because it's like it's half your body weight. But when you're a, a strong boy and you're like maybe like pushing 200, well, that's a hundred pounds you got to do for 20 reps. And for me, I don't have the strongest shoulders. So that was tough back then. But me and him, we were reflecting while he was over and he was like, man, it's so much harder to work out now that we're like adults. Like 
got to do laundry. We got to cook. We got to do this. We got to go to work. We have to socialize. It was so much easier in college. And I was like, yeah, man, college was a fake world, dude. It was all (laughs) fake. It was a fantasy land. We got to become real men to stay fit in the real world. And then he's like, I want to have kids. And so I'm like, hold my baby. Look at this. This is what he's going to do. <laughs> this is this. You see him spitting up every four seconds. It doesn't stop. It's <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah, I had such a different perspective on. I mean, I feel like we all do. And you, you had a good point where if you're if you're not growing, you're just sitting there treading water. And I've outgrown several friendships because of that exact reasons. Like. I haven't seen someone in a while. Oh, let's meet up and catch up. Like, oh, you're the exact same person from 10 years ago. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know how to relate to you anymore. I don't want to reminisce about being an alcoholic 10 years ago. Like, what else are you doing, man? Nothing. All right. I can see why we haven't chatted in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Definitely outgrown several friendships. And that's, that's normal, I think. But it's, yeah, it's I, I agree with you there. Like me and my brother, we joke all the time, like, because my wife has a lot of friends and I'm friends with all the husbands. Um, and then my brother's girlfriend has, which, I mean, I could say it on here because she definitely ain't going to watch it, but he's proposing on Monday. Um, <laughs> nice. That one can right? So we're sitting there, right? I'll tell him, I'll tell him for you. <laughs> um, but we, were, we just joke all the time. We're like, man, we ain't got no friends out here. And it's not because we don't have friends. It's because, like you said, we've outgrown the lifestyle that our friends live. And they've even outgrown the lifestyle we all used to live in. It just seems like the further you get into life, your scope of friends narrows in to people that are living a similar life to you. And it just so happens that the life my brother and I chose was the entrepreneur life and making your own business and all those people bro they're all in their fucking 40s they're in their like early 50s late 60s and so we're hanging out with these people and they're like how young are y'all my brother goes i'm 26 that's awesome you got some good mentors then we we actually do we fell into one luckily um so i was working at this job at cole's corporate and that's when i had all the time like i go to my corporate job. I work out in the morning, two hours, corporate job, work out two hours, mobility throughout the night. And while I was there though, um, one of the admins for my VP, which is crazy to think, man, like people are managers of people and then have an admin that manages their life. I'm like, everyone's just managing each other. What the hell is this? Yeah. Um, yes yes. especially in the corporate world oh my god yeah it's it's a whole pony show too i'm like damn why are we doing this presentation oh so that gm thinks it looks cool and then maybe they'll buy this all right awesome yeah um but while i was there one of the admins she reached out she was like hey my husband's making a book cover and no one wants to help with it like can you help i was like fuck yeah i'll do it and then when i talked with him i told him what we were doing i was like yeah i'll help you with the book cover and i was like my brother actually started a personal training business and we're just figuring out what we're doing right now. So I do all of that graphic work. He's like, I'll mentor y'all. And so he mentored us and we paid him and then he's still been our mentor throughout life now. And like our last meeting with him, we just straight up told him, we're like, Hey Mike, which his name is Mike Rizel, Redwood Financial Strategies. Dude literally changed my life and has changed every friend in my circles life because 
he just gives the straight up facts about like, hey, improve. This is how you talk to people. And this is what you do with your finances. And so with him, like he just took Marco and I under his wing in our last meeting. We went up to him. We're just like, Mike, just want to tell you, man, we're done doing the business stuff. Like the personal training. Cool. Marco makes his side money. The social business. Yeah, I still have two of my main clients that I'm never going to let them leave. Like I want them to get what they've been starting to do and let them see the results I get to see. And so we're staying with them. And he asked us, he's like, all right, so you guys know what I'm about to ask. Are you right now? And this is from the book. I believe it might be in Think and Grow Rich, but it's where are you the gentleman that is tired of looking for the gold in the area that just ran dry? Or are you guys the gentleman where, oh, that person stopped looking. I'm going to come in and now I'm going to find those riches that they were only like three feet away from. And I straight up told him and I had to be honest. I was like, Mike, to be honest, we're probably in the scenario where if we just stuck this out four more months, we'd have all the riches in the world. But that's not my priority anymore. And he was like, as long as you stick with what you want. And we both looked at him and we're like, we want fucking YouTube. We want YouTube. Because we've learned so much from him and like, yeah, we're experts at doing YouTube. Yeah, we know a lot about training, but what do we know more about? We know more about taking your life from being like this little thug kid that likes to get into fights, eat bad food and spend money on stupid shit to now, okay, our health's important. This is how you treat people properly. This is how you make sure you don't go broke. And so it's like, maybe we need to start telling the youth this. We stop doing workout stuff. We still have it as like motivation. But like yeah. now we're like really just talking from our experience and Marco's most recent video to be published tomorrow. I'm making the thumbnail tonight, actually making four of those bitches. Um, <laughs> going to switch it out throughout the week. But nice. his video is literally about like how he went broke building the business. Like that's another reason why we stopped. Like our, his savings ran out. It was done. We're like, shit, these people went to expensive lunches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Man. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's, I've it's all about done. a mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice, nice that you were able to find one. I've uh, I tried for my day job, um, never had any luck. But um, this, uh, I find a lot of mentors in all the books that I read right now. So that's Ooh. that's my uh, my broad way of grabbing mentorship right now is just reading lessons from already successful people and the areas that I want to be. Obviously, there's no direct interaction with them yet, but uh, there might be at some point. So, I'm yeah, <laughs> like like even what you're saying right there, like one of the pushes that like really made it so that I start putting my fitness in as a priority was number one. When I found you in the group of the Project Twenty Four, I was like, oh shit, okay. So like he's a dad, and I checked out your page, and I was like, all right. So he makes it work. Let me see if I can. And then I found this one guy. I can't. Let me see if I can type him in real quick. Um, if uh, dad made. Oops, that's not actually typing. If, uh, dad. <laughs> it was just making my screen jump around. <laughs> let me see. Okay, I don't think I'll be able to find him because he's not as big on YouTube. And then pff, Instagram's a crapshoot of finding somebody. Yeah. But. He's like always making these. I found him on Instagram at first and it was reels where he's like number one tip of being an alpha dad or like, oh, he'll be like ben you, Parker. yes, there we go. When you, um, when you sense yeah. someone walking by the alpha dad dojo and he's like working out with his baby and shit <laughs> and I'm watching and I was like, okay, yeah. I'm digging it. And the one thing that caught me the most was he was like, 
the reason why I stay fit. So my kids can't say, dad, you used to be so fit. And I was like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm in that book right now. Like if my son goes and looks in 2019, 2018, he's going to see me shredded walking around like at CrossFit competitions going to, dude, I didn't even tell you. I, I used to cosplay. You know what cosplay is? Yeah, yeah. So Marco and I, we used to cosplay and we treated it like a bodybuilding competition. And so we were these titans from Attack on Titan. Bro, we were wearing wearing like these nude spandex. And that was it. <laughs> that was literally it. And we're walking around these conventions, shredded, posing nice. with people. Moms are coming up to us like, oh, take pictures, take pictures. And like, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then we got, um, we got a modeling gig from it to like go, wow, this was crazy, man. Like there are places out in oh, Chicago wow. where... People meet up on rooftops, glass ceilings, just a bunch of rich people pay like a thousand dollars a plate. And we and Marco were walking around serving them appetizers naked. Basically we had some leaves painted on us, but the, the trick here was, oh, uh, it's, it's the reason why we're chubbed to fit, but like your fitness changes all the time. And so when we got the gig, we were shredded when the gig came up, it was like a year later, bro. Oh man. <laughs> We get there and we're like, oh, damn, we were in a bulking cycle and we totally forgot about this. And so we get there and like there's all these like models that are definitely do checking their weight because there was a fashion show there as well. And then they see us take off all our clothes and like we're tub tub now and we're standing there. You can see my six pack under the fat, but like <laughs> we're, like standing there and me and Mark are like, we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, everyone was very nice, very respectful. But we definitely didn't hear back from those people again. <laughs> That's an awesome story. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the dude you're talking about, Ben Barker, I chat with him on Twitter quite often. He, he'll be coming on here soon, actually. Dude, that's awesome. I'm going to tune into that one for sure. Oh, there we go. Yeah, and we're subscribed. Man. Perfect. Ben Barker. I'm going to remember that. Yeah, he's awesome. He's hilarious, too. <laughs> yes. I, I love when... Uh, his like in his videos he'll just be like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah man yeah he's great i'm i'm excited looking forward to that one too he's got his own podcast too i don't remember the name of it but i think it's just ben barker fitness but yeah he's got oh it is shit yeah i didn't yeah. know we had one yeah i reached out to him a week or two ago actually yeah he'll be coming on here soon i'm excited for that one just because he's so funny <laughs> dude that that's awesome i think that that's what's very important is for more dads to like really become prominent on the social space to talk about fitness in general, because the biggest problem that I personally see that's yeah. happening on social is that like, there are these shredded gods, right? They're gods. They look amazing, but they've been single their whole life. Mm -hmm. They're now in their forties and kids look up to them, but I'm assuming some of these kids that are watching are also like, I want to have a family. And then when they go into having that family, they're like, why can't I be as shredded anymore? Why can't I be as fit? Like blah, blah, blah is doing it. Like, how's he do it? Well, he doesn't have a kid. He doesn't have a family. He's just going around flying on his jet wherever he wants. Cause he's just done fitness his whole life. And then when we have people like you, people like Ben that are coming out, like it inspires individuals like me to be like, prioritize your health again. It's hard, but like we said, if you have 15 minutes, you have 15 minutes. Get it in. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's not only just that they've been working out their whole life, but I, I, I don't have statistics on this, but just being in the industry long enough, you know, 
eighty percent of them are enhanced athletes. Like they're oh yeah, they're definitely not just eating chicken, rice, and broccoli like they claim. You can uh-uh. you can you can see the enhancements if you're in the industry and like yeah, that's you're not you're what you're the one percent of the one percent genetic lottery. How is there so many of these? That's not statistically possible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And they're they're the ones that all the kids are looking up to as well. So, yeah, that's that's honestly one of the reasons I kind of got into all of it is because not only being a dad, but I've been working out for I mean twenty five, probably twenty years at this point, probably pretty hardcore around ten years or so, and I don't look like those dudes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pretty fit, but it's it's significantly harder as a someone who does just eat chicken and rice and broccoli and who has a family and a full-time job as well and just just the balance of it all like you said prioritizing right now you're a kid like i said you got to keep them alive so you're not going to be able to spend four hours in the gym <laughs> yeah no be awesome but yeah it's it's overkill at this point it's one you're not you don't have enough energy from lack of sleep but (laughs) (laughs) so fabio how would you say you keep yourself motivated throughout all this exactly what we were talking about the lack of sleep your shot yeah your energy from lack of proper nutrition what keeps you going man yeah i'd say like literally damn wow this is the first time i don't have tears while saying something like this but it's like it's literally it's my son hundred percent. That's the biggest part of the motivation. Um, but like, even before the sun, the main thing in my mind for always motivation is that like, it's just got to get done. You know, like when you don't do it, you feel even worse. And so when, when I was building the business, if I didn't network, if I didn't do the work for my clients, if I didn't make sure I was going above and beyond, I felt like shit. I wasn't prioritizing my health. And I felt even more like shit because of that. And then I'd randomly get a workout, feel good. But now with my son, like anytime I'm like, oh man, I really don't have the time. Like I wish I did. I'm like, but you fucking do. Like he's, he's down for a nap real quick. Work out. If he wakes up during your workout, all right, whatever, but get it in. And the hardest thing is like really fighting that inner subconscious that comes out. It comes out and it says, but hey, you could take a 15 minute shower instead. Or hey. (laughs) You could watch your show that you've been really wanting to watch or, hey, you know, those dishes could be cleaned. It's like, oh, those dishes could get clean after I worked out. I could take a shower after I work out. I can watch my show after I work out. (laughs) And so it's always like the biggest part of the motivation is, all right, my son. But the biggest part of it is really I'm going to feel like shit if I don't do it. Like last night, I didn't want to work. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I could just lay here. Son's asleep. I can get some extra sleep with my wife. And I sat there and I'm like, but I'm going to wake up in the morning and wish I would have stayed up three hours and done my work because I'm going to be like, what? What, what? Oh, no, no, I'm I'm fucking flustered. What am I going to do? I I really don't have time to work out. Thank goodness I did it last night because right afterwards, it's that relief. So it's always reminding myself that if I do the things that I don't want to do, I'm going to feel good after. But that little, that demon right there, right there on that, (laughs) got to put him away sometimes, man. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I wish it would go away, honestly. Every, I'm, like I said, I've been working out for probably 20 years at this point, and every single time I'm about to like go work out, it's that little bastard pops up. He's like, "Why don't you just not?" 
because that's way easier and you could just sit here and read or you could just do anything else why would you want to go through all this again you know you hate it especially with runs because i hate running with a passion but i I, <laughs> I ran my first ultra marathon this year just because i like i forced myself to do something that i absolutely hated anyways yeah especially when runs are on my schedule i'm just like ah, it's so much easier to just skip this I don't, I don't want to do it at all. <laughs> yes. Well, I feel you on that, bro. Cause like, so I did, I didn't even know what an ultra marathon was until like, while I was at the event, they were like, Oh, you ran an ultra marathon. I was like, Oh shit. Okay. That's cool. I just thought you guys were just running for 24 hours. And that's what this thing was called. A 24 hour mm. run. Oh, <laughs> wow. but I, I, when I trained for that, like, like you're saying, like, I was like, I hadn't run in forever. I didn't want to <laughs> run because especially my training cycle was, during peak winter, bro, I was running through slush. My feet were freezing while running and I had snow on me while I was running. I'm like, okay, but like you're saying, man, it's like, you just get it done. You know, you're going to feel better once you do it. But sometimes the things you don't want to do the most end up being like the most beneficial. Like I bet you felt good after you did that ultra marathon, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just fun to tell people. (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh yeah i ran an ultra marathon what the fuck didn't even know that existed bro you're savage (laughs) yeah yeah i gotta boost that ego once in a while (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah the motivation part is a whole different ball game but luckily um to dive back a little further in life man like I was definitely a part of that situation where a lot of kids went through where it's like, oh man, I should kill myself. Oh, I don't like life. I don't like this. Now that I'm older, I know why I was feeling those ways. And it wasn't necessarily my full lifestyle or how I was being treated. It more came down to what I was consuming. Like, even though I love the music, like hearing someone say, um, um, heroin in my veins, things like that, you know, I'm so depressed. I'm a freak. I'm a weirdo. And you listen to that 15 times a day, you're going to start feeling like that. But I'd say that's where a lot of my motivation came from, where it was like, oh, I was depressed. I want to kill myself. But if I do that, then everyone around me is going to be sad. So I'm going to do the hard thing and not kill myself. (laughs) I'm going to keep pushing through life, which sounds weird, you know? But it's like, once you push through it, then I started to see, oh, shit, life's amazing. Man. This is awesome. There's so many other things that I didn't know about. Like, why was I thinking that way? So yeah, man, motivation. There is, I've seen so many videos online. My clients make videos about motivation and there's so many different ways to do it. It's just about finding the one that works for you. And when you become a dad, you know, which one's the best. It's that little (laughs) nugget that just came out of your nuts and now it's in front of you. You got to keep it alive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She definitely drives me to do way more things than I would normally do on day to day. I mean, I'm inherently selfish, which we all are to some degree, but like I was obnoxiously selfish before my daughter. And now I just, I don't know, she's just such, she makes me emotion. It sucks. I'm powerless. <laughs> it's good. It makes the rest of the family happier. <laughs> yes. She hits you with a frown occasionally. Yeah. Oh, she goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god go away you know you're gonna get it <laughs> yes. powerless man <laughs> i'm glad you mentioned uh mobility though because that's uh i feel like that's severely lacking in the fitness space overall fitness i mean everyone 
everyone talks about being muscular. Everyone wants the six pack, but if you can't touch your toes, what the hell's the point, right? <laughs> oh yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, mobility, mobility is something I started. I neglected it for the longest time because I, I mean, I was always in, in shape, and so honestly, reading David Goggins' book is what made me start taking it more serious. Because when he was talking about, he spent two hours a day just on mobility and how much that amplified his athletic pursuits and endeavors. Just like, I was like, oh, maybe there's a little bit more to this than just being able to touch your toes. And I started maybe a year or so at this point, um, proactively approaching mobility and doing stretching and just, I mean, I can, I can touch my toes and stuff now. So I feel like I'm <laughs> progress and stuff <laughs> yeah, it's being all being muscle bound is it, it it looks cool to some people but if i'm if i'm like 60 years old and i can't bend down to pick up my granddaughter like that's a huge waste of so many years of working out just because i was stubborn or like i injured myself mm -hmm. because i didn't have the correct range of motion to do the exercise properly but yeah, I'm glad you touched on that because it's something I've been incorporating a lot more with my clients as well, which is a, met with a lot of resistance. But um, oh, I bet no pun intended. But yeah, they're just like <laughs> I need you to I need you to start trying to touch your toes. <laughs> yes, like no, I don't yeah. want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right about the mobility part and like. I'm seeing it now that I'm not paying attention to it as much. Like even after I lifted right before this, like I made sure I was like, all right, stretch real quick. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like do three things, do three little things real quick. Um, and then later tonight do more. But as long as you get it right after, you're going to feel better. Like if I hadn't done anything right after squatting and coming up here, I'd be in pain. Yeah. And that's the thing I think, a, right. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people miss that like, um, I remember in college, I'd have friends come work out with me. And then I'm like, Hey, we should stretch. They're like, Oh, no, I got to go to class. The next day, they're like, Oh, I pulled a muscle, man, working out's not for me. I'm just not going to come. And I'm like, why are they feeling that way? Now that I'm an adult, I'm like, Oh, shit, because they didn't stretch. That's, that's why they're feeling that way. And they, they haven't worked out before. So their body's like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I'm gonna stay like this. I'm gonna stay like this. Until you stretch me. <laughs> And actually, um, Barrett, freaking my brother and I, when he first started his personal training business, we had a program. It was called DJM, Desk Jockey Mobility, because I was in the corporate world. And I'm like, I got a good clientele here, man. And we had 70 plus people signed up for it. $5 a month. Everyone signed up for it. And it was just like, hey, here's a mobility routine to do at your desk today. Is your neck tight? Oh, we have this. Ooh, is your butt hurting? Well, we have this. Is your back hurting? It's this. We'd send them a video every single day, and it really changed just a desk person's job that doesn't even work out. You know, mobility yeah. is, it works wonders, yeah. wonders, but it's just hard. Like, you know, it's, it's hard to convince yourself, I'm going to set aside time to not move like i'm just gonna <laughs> sit in this position maybe like get a band and move my body maybe do some walkthroughs pull throughs but no matter what you're like shouldn't i be working out instead like, i'm not gonna get better results <laughs> yeah yeah mobility is definitely the long game sure strength training and hypertrophy training you're gonna get big muscles you're gonna get stronger 
you'll see immediate results within a few months or so. But the mobility stuff is like you're not really going to see the the actual benefits until you're old. Like there's, yes. sure, you might see some athletic performance now, of course, but that's definitely the long term. That's the index fund investing strategy of fitness. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's not sexy at all, but it's going to pay the dividends and you're going to be so excited when you're 60 and you're like, yeah, I've been stretching for so long. <laughs> yes. There's this, um, there's this very young kid. His name is movement by David. I mean, I'm just generalizing. He looks very young. Um, movement by David yeah, and his, I found him on shorts and he was like, stay flexy. But he jumps into the shot. He's <laughs> bending around and stuff. He's like touching his knees to the floor while he's on his tippy toes. And he's like, being flexible is what makes sure that you don't get injured throughout daily life. And he's like moving the whole time. I'm like, dang, this guy's literally the definition of mobility. <laughs> One of his videos, he starts with his legs spread up on top of between like his kitchen area. So he has it on a counter and the other counter, yeah. he's just standing there. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, stay flexy. That's awesome. That's catchy. Oh yeah. I mean that kid, he has 1.8 million subscribers now on YouTube. Wait, sorry. That's a view on one video. I'm going to check him out real quick. Cause I feel like you'd even like him. Um, go to his page. It is, he has 2.28 million subscribers. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's chill. <laughs> he, he'll, he'll definitely have some stuff you might want to try out, you know, to, yeah. to the extreme though. He's like intense. <laughs> Uh, that fits my personality. <laughs> I don't there we go, things. see? Yeah, I don't do things in small increments. Like I said, I ran that ultra this year. My, I'm not a runner at all. So my first running, I did a 5K. And then I did, I was supposed to run a marathon, but I, I forgot to sign up for it. I flew out to Texas to run it and forgot to sign up. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, that was my wife will never let me live that down. I, I oh, ran the half. You didn't get to, you, what'd you do when you got there? Um, I, they had a couple slots left for the half marathon, so I ran that one. Uh, but yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. That, was, that was stupid. So I ran a five k half marathon and then an ultra. Like it's just, next year, I don't know if you've seen me post anything about it, but I'm running the. Uh, the entire country of Wales. Uh, it's a, it's like a five day race. That's my, uh, that's my next ultra. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, I just do things to brag about it. Like, I just want to tell people I ran the entire length of a country. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious, man. That is so freaking cool. How'd you find out about that one? That was actually what made me start running is I've saw, I don't even know. I just saw something on social, I guess, or somewhere they're like, it's called the dragon's back race. And they're like, yeah, you just run the uh, entire length of Wales, the country. And like, that sounds like something I want to do. <laughs> Dang. I'm going to yeah. send it to uh, my buddy. Um, I, I The ultra marathon I did, it was just uh, called the lion's roar. It's in, uh, I think Missouri. Yeah. And it was just a 24 hour race. You just run around a two and a half mile um, cross country course, which I didn't know those are, are hilly. I had never <laughs> run on hilly before. And we get out there, and I was like, first lap, me and my brother look at each other like, we're fucking dead. This is over. 
Like we've been running on flat ground for months now. <laughs> now we got grass and hills. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna send this to him. This is cool, dude. Oh, I'm excited yeah. for you. Yeah, it's oh, it's gonna be brutal. The thing that I like about it is like you have to climb the mountains and stuff. It's not just like a trail run. It's like you have to climb. I think the elevation change is obnoxious, like 17,000 meters or something throughout the whole course. I know what race this is now. I watched a video on YouTube. Really? Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name, but he vlogged the whole thing. Oh, yeah, that's my plan. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've started a training series on my channel, so I'm going to start just showing me getting my ass kicked for a Let's year. Go. <laughs> yes, good. Oh, man, that's going to be awesome. I'm going to keep my eyes out for that one. When is it? September next year. Okay, good. You got some time. Sometimes you got any mountains next to you with rocks on them? Dude, I live on an island. It's so flat. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, I know. I know you got a few minutes left, so I don't want to make you run over. But uh, at the end, I like to give the the guests the opportunity to plug some stuff. I know you got your your tubes channel, so drop whatever you want. I'll put them all in the show notes for anyone. Yeah, definitely um, check out Chub to Fit on YouTube. We're just out here really showing people what it's like to go from a Chub lifestyle to a fit lifestyle and really walking through that when it comes to your personal life financially, when it comes to it mentally, your personal development. It's not just about your fitness. Everything ties together. I mean, like if you're fit and stupid, you're only going to get so fit. And so it's all about learning, educating, reading books. So check us out, Chub to Fit. Um, we're just out there having fun, man. Nice. Right on. And you, it's you and your brother, right? Yeah, me and my brother, um, Fabio Bonacquisto, Marco Bonacquisto. We're the Bona Boys, the Bona Brothers, and people mix up our names all the time. But let's say <laughs> we look the same. Check out the channel and tell me if we look the same because we do no, not. <laughs> no, I've, I've watched enough of your videos, you guys. <laughs> You can tell your brothers, I guess that's similar, but you're definitely not twins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on, man. Well, Fabio, appreciate you coming on. Like I said, I know you got to head out, so we'll uh, wrap it all up, man. Yes. Hey, Barrett, thank you so much, man. I know I had to reschedule a couple times. I appreciate your flexibility. And cool. then um, I'll see if Marco ever wants to jump on up in here. You know? That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. When he, I mean, he's going to get married here soon, so you never know. Maybe a shopping wedding. Maybe there's something cooking. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right, brother. All right, Barrett. You have a good one, dude. You too, man.